Welcome to the Legit Lady Podcast, where we feature women who are nailing it in life. Hey, Legit Lady listeners. A lot has happened in the past week. Protests have happened across all 50 states and over 20 countries in support of Black lives and racial justice. Derek Chauvin's charges are up to second-degree murder, and all of the officers are now facing charges. What we are seeing now is a movement unlike many previous waves before, with A contemporary lens, it really reminds me of the Me Too movement against sexual harassment in 2006 and and more recently, 2017. And I'm really happy to see so many people who are not Black, Indigenous, people of color, BIPOC for short. I'm really happy to see all these people waking up, finally, and consider themselves allies. That said, allyship to the BIPOC community isn't something that you are. It's something you earn. Hot on the heels of Blackout Tuesday, sharing a black square on social media is a start, but If that was the first conscious anti-racist action you've taken, then there's a lot of opportunity ahead of you. It's now entirely up to you to decide whether to take another step forward. But I believe, now more than ever, that it's insufficient to be not racist. We need to consciously be anti-racist. I'll let that soak in. To spell that out more clearly, one is very passive and the other is not. So now what? I get it. We don't want to say the wrong thing. So what do we do? Well, first... Think about the human element. Imagine for a moment that something really traumatic happened to you or someone you love. Maybe that really bad thing has even happened several times. Perhaps, despite emotional or even physical pain, you've managed to adapt, but not without changing the way you operate and exist in society with a whole new set of rules for fear that that really bad thing happening might happen again to you or someone you love. And then a really bad thing happens anyways. It happens to someone that could have just as easily been you. 
that is disturbing. That is disruptive. Forget having a bad day. That person might need some real time and space to appropriately cope and heal from that. Maybe you have never felt this type of pain before, which is a sincere privilege. So sometimes it is not the right thing to jump in and make suggestions and tell that person how to feel, even if it's well-intentioned by you or you think it's helping. First and foremost, let the person know you genuinely care about them and offer to help in a very specific or a very not pushy way without expecting anything in return, including a reply. It is not about you. Like, hey, I can imagine this week might feel really heavy. Would it be helpful for me to send you some dinner tonight? Or... I'm here, I love you, and you're important to me. I'm here if it's helpful for you, if anything comes up that you need. What else can we do? As my former CEO Jeff Weiner says, compassion is empathy plus action. Empathy is good. Trying to feel the pain of another, to try to relate and sympathize, but it's not always helpful. Some of the best actions we can take as an ally is to see how we can change or influence the companies and people in the spheres we already operate in. Speak up to the leaders in your companies if there's questionable behavior happening or on hiring practices. You can help educate and gain commitment to hire, support, promote BIPOC talent. You can facilitate meaningful team conversations to inspire and inform other allies in their own journeys that don't require the labor of a BIPOC. Think about the types of beliefs and behaviors that are happening in your household. Are you actively educating your children or do they think it's acceptable to jump on oppressive viral trends or sing along to racial slurs? Many of you know that I'm a dancer, primarily in Afro-Latin dance styles like salsa, bachata, kizomba, semba, and I'm seeing tremendous silence, and if anything, I actually see non-BIPOCs expressing feelings of dissatisfaction and inconvenience that BIPOCs are being vocal especially in the dance community, we have to understand that we are guests in a piece of BIPOC culture. We are the guests. 
not the other way around. So what else can we do right now? There are a lot of lists of action items floating around, but here are a few. You can donate to legitimate causes that support racial justice like Black Lives Matter, ACLU, NAACP, or organizations that seek to fulfill equity for people who have not had the same opportunity for success. You can sign and circulate petitions for justice about any of the cases, some that are in the news. You can write to your elected officials about reallocating dollars from funding the police in support of appropriate programs and essential community workers instead. You can listen to and amplify voices of marginalized communities. And use this as an opportunity to reflect on how you feel and how you've acted so far. It doesn't mean you should wallow in guilt, but be very honest about it. You don't even have to share it on social media. If you have more questions, looking to more seasoned allies as a resource is great because it should not be the responsibility of BIPOC people to educate you when there is so much information readily available. Let's move forward now that our eyes are more open and create a better, consciously inclusive future. Don't stop. Keep going. There's always more to do. No justice, no peace. Thanks for listening, everyone. Find us on Facebook at Legit Lady Podcast. That's L-E-G-I-T-L-A-D-Y Podcast. And on Instagram at Legit Lady Podcast. On Twitter at Legit Lady Pod. That's Legit Lady P-O-D. And please rate and comment on iTunes and anywhere else you get your podcasts. If you love what you hear, share it broadly and proudly. Thanks, everyone.